never stop improving. That's the philosophy behind the dynamic new C-Class range from Mercedes-Benz. The latest generation is sportier than ever before on the outside and more intelligent and luxurious on the inside. Introducing the sedan, coupe, cabriolet and estate. The new C-Class is a range for those who demand more from themselves. Book a test drive at your authorised Mercedes-Benz retailer today and see why it's the sportiest C-Class yet. You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Eddie, what a week in sport. Holy shit. You don't just wake up one day and go, oh, I've forgotten how to take Take screamers. Why do we have a leg spinner that can't spin the ball when I feel like that's a prerequisite for bowling spin? It seemed bitter. It was very bitter. And while we're on the Tigers, while we're on the Warriors, while we're on losers, Manly Mm. uh, spanked publicly. We obviously wanted him to return his baggy green. Give it back. Ponies love spring. They love it. They love it. They're the only animal that doesn't get hay fever. Is this really about the disrespect or is this about the hemorrhoid you've got? If you employ donkeys, you're going to get donkey shit. Got sent off in a bush game, bush league, bush footy, for biting a man's penis. Have you been fired before? I've been fired. Yeah, I've been fired, yeah, for the call center. There's a correlation between the reliability of your sports star and the flashiness of their wag. When you're talking about legit ranger athletes, there's just not a whole lot coming to mind. If you're a great, I will bow to you always. And if you're not, I will tell you. Hello, sport. We are back. Welcome to the Hello Sport podcast. Pleasure to be here with you. Now, for anyone that may have listened to our most recent podcast, Podcast 83, I yeah, believe, yeah. they would be listening to this going, how are these guys doing this? Eddie's in Thailand. How is this possible? Well, well, we just do it a little early, don't we've, we? This is pre-recorded. Pre-recorded. Slight. Well, they're all pre-recorded, though, I guess. But uh, this They're never live, but this one was done a couple of days ago. But such is my commitment to you, the punter and the dribbler, that I should... Drag myself into the Hello Sports studios on a gorgeous Friday down in Bondi and pre-record the show for your listening pleasure. It is a glorious day. If, like, full disclosure, Eddie and I are a little under the weather today. Yeah, look, a little under the weather. A little under the weather. We had, we had a, look, I mean, I wouldn't call it a meeting because <laughs> it ended up becoming just a debaucherous, piss-swilling yeah, yeah, but it's part no. of but it's part of the the game time. I'm prepared to call it a meeting, yeah, a, no, a meeting right. gone awry. Uh, yeah, or or a meeting gone good. <laughs> yeah, gone great. Hopefully, we can write all the expenses off. Yeah, I'm writing them off. Business expenses. Yeah, I'm writing them off. Yeah, uh, yeah. 50 we had a, jugs of batuta bitter. Business expenses. Yeah, yes, yeah. At least fifty jugs of batuta. Delicious. I've had two. I've had two breakfasts today. Business you have expenses. Two ham and cheeses. Two business ham and cheese expenses. We absolutely. You write that off. I feel like that is, you know, that's that's part of the... It's company costs. It's if overheads. You, if you can't write off a hungover ham and cheese, Tom, what in God's name can you write off? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know I'm not an accountant, Tom. No. I mean, let me just preference that. So you're not an accountant. I'm not an accountant, but I would assume that you should be able to write off a ham and cheese toast if you're a little under the weather after a big night. After a business lunch. After a business dinner gone great. Yeah, well, let's write those tacos off as well then while yeah, we're at it. Yeah, fuck yeah, we're writing the tacos <laughs> off. They were also magnificent. They were good. Took a little while to get there, but otherwise, ultimately delicious. <laughs> yeah, look, service not great, product phenomenal. Phenomenal. Uh, 
Another big week in sport. A lot of topics to get through. Huge week in sport. Huge week in sport. Christos Kyrgios, the brother of Nick. Nick's brother. Yeah, Nick's dirty brother. The human Christos, billboard. The human billboard. We'll get into that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch on Ryan Giggs, uh, a little piglet of Man United. Fame. Yeah, stinky little piglet, Ryan Giggs. Smelly little piglet. We're gonna tell you why. Mundane, Chuck Mundane. Yeah, uh, having trying to have it out with our, with the national treasure that is Jeff yeah, Horner. Taking swipes at a national treasure just isn't on. Not on our time, Tom. No, George Smith just doing his bit for Rugby Union. That's right. And uh, we'll be handing out a, a VB and, and a Cascade Light. As is the nature of the show, Eddie. We As is tradition, tradition, Tom. We will always hand out a VB and a Light. Looking, looking forward to this one, Tom. Let's rip in, baby. Let's rip in. So... Christos Kyrgios. Yes. Now, obviously, you know Nick Kyrgios of the I tennis know playing fame. I know Nick. I'm more interested to talk about his brother Kyrgios. Uh, Christos. What's Christos. Yes. Uh, sort of like a hyper poon, glor- like just a, a big old fuckwit, in my opinion. <laughs> IMO. Um, and do you find it slightly bizarre that Sportsbet would align themselves with such a retard? Forgive me for using uh, the term retard. No, I don't, think, I don't think so, Tom. Because they just know that he's going to be shown on camera a fuckload. And he is shown on camera a fuckload. So it's like, it's cheap marketing. Like, they wouldn't be paying him much. No, but I mean, like, aligning yourself with a fuckwit <laughs> surely doesn't make you see... It's not like I'm coming out of there going, sports bet, what dickheads, but I'm just going like, really? Why? He's a fucking douche. And all the feedback from it hasn't been positive. Like, oh, yeah, 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 it's been like... I don't think they care, mate. I just think they want they want punters in the door. And just the fact that people are talking about it and that you see it all the time is like it's doing its job. That's they would they know want. because it's Christos. They would know that it would be a thing. Like if someone else was wearing it, like Ash Barty's mum was wearing a sports bet top. You know what I mean? I just don't know if it would have the same reaction. It certainly wouldn't. I just don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Mrs. Barty, God bless. Mama Barty. Mama Barty came out in like a nice little, uh, a knit, a and- sports bet knit. Or she had a sports bet throw over her knees. That'd be nice. I Kashmina. Think, I th- yeah, Kashmir. <laughs> yeah, sports yeah, yeah. bet Kashmir. Yeah, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. for Mrs. Barty. Yes. I think that the nation would be more inclined to get behind Kashmir and yeah. get behind, you know, a nice throw. Well, but then, a, but a nice but respected lady. Yeah, but it'll be, it's it's fleeting. So, oh, that's a nice Kashmir throw and then and we move on with our lives. Yeah. But the fact that it's Christos, jarring, jaded Christos. Yeah. Uh, I think he just rubs the nation up the wrong way because he's, he, well, he's Nick's brother. Yeah. And I mean, Nick, Nick's been no angel. No, but, but at least he, he plays tennis. Yeah, but if he wins the Australian Open, then he will have he's said fine. sorry. Welcome back. He will have said sorry. Yes. And redeemed himself. Whereas Christos, has, nation, no, Christos, whereas has, Christos no name, does nothing. He has no means to redeem himself in the eyes of the country. Because well, Christos does nothing. He does nothing. He's, a, he's just a, di- a dickhead who sits in the stands, loves the camera. Yeah. Loves fake tan. Well, now, see, I'm wondering whether he's just Greek. Very dark. Yeah, but, I, but I mean, Greeks can get dark. Yeah, that's true. That I, is true. I feel like the fake tan thing may be... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how legit that is. Because <laughs> he's certainly Greek, and Nick is not light-coloured. No, but completely his... different colours. They are different colours, aren't they? And this is no racial conversation. We're no, just no, talking no. about the coloured skin of two Greek boys, two yeah, Greek yeah. brothers, yeah, more yeah. specifically. <laughs> Christos, D-bag. Yeah. 
Big D bag with nothing to offer. Uh, no, nothing to offer. He's, okay. he's literally just a billboard. That is the extent of what he is capable of. It's like, just just put this on. Yeah, and yeah, shut yeah. The fuck yeah. Up. You are literally just a human billboard. I tell you what, if I'm a if I'm if I'm in the two pay business, yes, you know what I mean. If I'm yes. in that business, that game, I'd be getting my best two pay knocked up. I'm I'm talking my best work, your best work, my absolutely. <laughs> Best work, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Just art, this yes. wearable art. Yes, yes, just phenomenal two payment shit. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd be donning it on top of his head and going, it, and hopefully, like I'm assuming, it looks good. Oh, well, right. Yeah. Would that not be the best way to sell a two pay to the nation? Absolutely, it is. Like if you could get Christos to rock one, rock one well, rock one well. That's the thing. It's the key. If we get then I reckon well, business would be booming off the back of that. Oh yeah, it's uh yeah, license to print money. I would say yes, it's a license to print money. You're wiping your ass with fifties up. If and I would, Christos, I'd, I'd dare say, I dare say that you could charge a hefty premium off the back of, of like really solid two payment shit. Well, are we calling it the Christos? You know, is that the is that what they're selling? People call up, you know, when like. Kate Middleton wears a fucking dress and yes. then they're like, I want the Kate. Yeah. We see the Christos rocking the toupee. You call up the toupee business going, I, I want the Christos. Yeah, I want the Christos, yeah. So I think that's toupees and that's Christos. I think, I think so. I think, we've, I think <laughs> we've, uh, we've run that one into the ground. Yeah, yeah, I think we have. Uh, I think we're done with tennis at yes. large. Yeah. You know what I mean? On a broader spectrum. Yeah. Eddie, I want to talk to you about a story that is uh, a couple of years old. Funnily enough, but I didn't realise this. I don't think you did either. Came out... It, no, we, do, we we both didn't know that no, this was a couple of years old. But this came out a couple of days ago. Uh, now, for those of you that know nothing of sport, then you probably don't know Ryan Giggs. But if you do know Ryan Giggs, you know that he was a gun player for Manchester United back in the day. Uh, hell of a midfielder. Won every trophy under the sun many, many times. Correct, Eddie. Played Correct. for like 20 years. Yes, Hell of a footballer, but a bit of a piglet. Well, as a man, not a piece of shit, we found out. It has come to, to light. Come to light. Now, this is off the back of his uh, hiring as the appointment, thank you, Thomas, as the manager of the Welsh national team. Which, for people that don't understand what manager means in football terms, coach. Yes. So, Ryan, it has come out, was... Fucking his brother's wife for eight years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's spicy. So I. Th- so when I read that, I almost fell over. I was because I couldn't believe that I hadn't heard something as spicy as that. I yeah. mean, that is a big day. That is a huge day. It's a huge day. I don't care who you are. <laughs> if you're fucking your brother's you're wife, fucking your. I mean. God. She was pretty flashy. She was very flashy. I saw some photos. Punter dribblers, go look up Ryan Giggs' brother's wife, ex-wife. Yeah, I think there's some lingerie shots there. There is some... really sort of... She looks like the type of person to fuck her brother's... To fuck her husband's brother. You know yeah, what I mean? She yeah. looks... She's a brother fucker. She's a brother fucker. I was not so... You know what? If I'd heard she'd fucked her husband's brother, I wouldn't have been shocked. But I was shocked that Ryan fucked his brother's wife. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Because she was a very flashy wag. Very flashy. Flashy, very like a vixen. Yeah, yeah. You could see that she almost married Giggs's brother to fuck Ryan Giggs, <laughs> which is a big, which is a big call. But <laughs> look, look, look. This is all hearsay. But I mean, it's conjecture. It's yeah. conjecture. But I, but I, I mean, I'm, I feel fairly confident that it's that it's Spot probably in on. the ballpark. 
So, but this happened two years ago, Tom. Well, it came out two years ago. He'd been porking her for eight. Eight years is a long fucking time. Yes. That's a long time to be in a relationship with someone, let alone fucking your brother's but wife. But the worst part about this little piglet and his tales of debauchery are... <laughs> so he gets sprung after an eight-year sort of... Tryst. Tr- yes. And then refuses to apologise. <laughs> his brother became homeless. His yes. brother. His brother became homeless. And he's fucked him. He's left him. Yeah. No money. Nothing. No woman. And, and his brother won't even apologise. And now Ryan, that piglet of a man, uh, has been like kicked out of his family. That's sort of why it came back up, because as he got, yeah, he got named he, as the Welsh right. manager, his dad came out and was like, I hate this guy, he's a piece of shit. Uh, I, should be, I, should be, I should have tears of happiness, but, but instead uh, I just like, you're a disgust. He's not, he does not deserve to be the, the coach of the Welsh team. It's a position of great honour, blah, blah, blah. And this guy was putting his brother's wife away. So look, I think what I think what we sort of wanted the punter and the dribbler to gain out of this was just a little more knowledge on the piglet that is Ryan Giggs. Yeah, I mean he's not all roses, this bloke. He's not all, he's not all roses he's not all and through balls and bloody and no, you know no, no, class no, no. shots. Not, no, he's not all through balls. No, dude. there's a dark little piglet that lurks under those through balls. Yeah, and his name's Ryan Giggs, and he'll fuck your wife. Our boy Chuck Mundine, Edward. Our boy Chuck. Chuck's back. Chuck's back at it again. Chuck's running out of bickies. Well, at the tender age of 42, Yeah, Chuck's look, still... He's, still, he's, he's, he's still a bit of a spring chicken, old Chuck, isn't he? Look, Chuck, I got to cover... Chuck pissed me off this week, Eddie. He's annoyed you, has he? He's annoyed me. Okay. He's, he got under me skin. Sure. Well, he's good at that, Chuck. He is. It's his M.O. Modus operandi. <laughs> uh, if I could be a little more sweet, which I believe is Latin. I don't know. We can Google that later if you'd like. No. So Chuck came out earlier in the week. Chuck came out and was talking about Jeff Horn, the Hornet, the national treasure that is Jeff Horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, I know Jeff. You, uh, you mean uh, the human... Are you suffering from soreness, rheumatism, gout, arthritis? A Japanese herbal steam bath can help alleviate your pain. We invite you to the Japanese bathhouse in the Blue Mountains. After three hours, you'll feel renewed. Experience a Japanese way of life for a day and ease away pain. Visit us this weekend. Go to japanesebathhouse.com.au Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um... Tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app. You'd see some... I, th- I seem to bet better when I'm not around people, and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also 24 hours before a game, though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. You'd, yeah. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow on my prof, is what I'm saying, is daddy... They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you, they could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. 
I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the, you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Tobler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still a live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So fucking, you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you guys have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But for. I did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They went on your profile. They, they went, went on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do, you didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler so, doesn't even listen. You're right. So that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered that. You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Nads. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers, it's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. There's never been a better time to get revved up about a new Harley-Davidson from Fraser Harley-Davidson. The all-new 2018 range is now available for your viewing pleasure and test ride. Visit Fraser Harley-Davidson, 153 to 165 Parramatta Road, Concord, and experience firsthand the wide range of models on offer. Purchase one of these 2018 Harley-Davidson motorcycles and become part of the next custom revolution. For more information, go to FraserSydneyHarley.com.au today. Embodiment of charisma, um, <laughs> <laughs> and said that the only reason the Hornet's getting all this shine, yeah, is because he's a white boy. No, 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 Chuck. I mean, Anthony, no, it's not. It's because he's the most charismatic uh, Australian sports star, the last Australian years. sports star that we've ever produced. I mean, the man's got immense swag. <laughs> Did you do you not remember how he called out Floyd Mayweather after he beat Manny Pacquiao? That was one of the classiest promo lines that he ripped I've ever seen. I believe there was a walking uh, went, stick uh, included. Yeah, it went viral. I, I heard I heard on on very good sources, Tom, that almost brought the great Floyd out of retirement. 
I mean, he was a bee's dick away. He was a bee's dick away. Off the back of the performance that, that our boy Jeff put on. I mean, he's, that, he's got that sort of sway over, over the big dick swingers. You know what? There are just, some people just have it. And I'm not talking about skill-wise. A lot of people got skill, but that it factor, yeah. that, that, that charisma, that spark. He's got it. Jeff's got it. Yeah. He's got it in spades. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of compare him to maybe like a, a David Beckham sort of, yes. sort of character. Yes, a David Beckham or like a Tom Brady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ronaldo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the realm that we're working in here with a Jeff Horn. This yep. is sort of... The, this is the... This is, a, this is the prism with which we must evaluate Jeff Horn. You know what I mean? Usain Bolt. Yes. <laughs> uh, dare I say MJ? Yes, of course. MJ, yeah. LeBron. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. types, right? <laughs> so when, when Anthony comes out and plays the race card, I just don't think he's gay. I don't think he sees it for what it is. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> He, he did beat Manny Pacquiao, so, like, it's not... If he was just fighting nobodies on a Wednesday night called Tommy Brown, like you did, Anthony, then I'm sure he would get zero shine. But he fought Manny Pacquiao in Brisbane, and he beat him. And, look, Chuck, you had tremendous talent when you were, when you were a bit bit greener. Well, a little less brain damage yeah, yeah. a little younger. You're a little long in the tooth now, Chuck. I think I think we can all agree on that. I don't but, no one's getting better after 40. No, no. But when you were a bit greener, you were a hell of a fighter, Chuck. He's been in some of the biggest fights in Australian history. You could have you could have gone to you should have gone to America, but instead you decided to stay in Australia and beat up plumbers for shitloads <laughs> of money. Now that's your path, Chuck. That's your path. Not everyone else's path, yours. No. Now, our boy, Jeff the Hornet, the national treasure, <laughs> he's taken on a global superstar in Manny Pacquiao. He chose the global superstar. You, cho- you chose the plumber. Now, they were, they, were, they were prominent plumbers. Dude, they were good plumbers. They were, I mean, they were plumbers. <laughs> they could plumb. No one's, no one's diminishing their, their, sort of their, their nuanced ability under the sink. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> unfortunately, with the gloves on, they were a little more than a speed hump. So, Particularly when you literally drag them off the street. Yeah, out of their work. They're still in their high-vis. I think some bloke fought in steel cap boots. <laughs> We've got another rugby union player. I feel, again, unfairly maligned for doing his best to promote the game of rugby union abroad. So another another domestic superstar. Yes, Oh, well, inter- you could say international superstar for this man. Yeah, you could. You're the great George right. Smith. You're absolutely right. Uh, the greatest number seven. Let of me all wash time. my mouth out. How, yeah. how sacrilegious of me. Yeah. The international superstar George Smith, just another man who's who's seen the state of Australian rugby union and felt obligated to do his part, to to play his part, to play his role, and to try and bring rugby union up from the doldrums. Exactly. And and what does he get for it, mate? He gets back page news. He gets shit on for it. He gets arrested. He gets arrested. Now, do you want to give some context to the punter and the dribbler who may have been living under a rock? Metaphorical or otherwise. Yes. Uh, yes. So he punched a cabbie. Now, yeah, that seems a little in, in, inappropriate, maybe. He was pissed on New Year's. And I, you know what? I'm getting... This was around, very close around the same time Carmichael got done doing bag. I don't know if this was an orchestrated attempt by the two of them to sort of, let's get rugby back onto the, the back pages or the front pages. Let's just get it in people's mouths. So Makes sense. It does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. So 
At the same point, Carmichael was in Australia getting arrested with some cocaine. Mm. Again, unfair in my opinion. George Smith in Japan, New Year's Eve, cab fare. Feel like he was disputing the cab fare. Feel like he, he was a little frustrated at maybe the price. Maybe felt like he was getting ripped off. Another country. Trying to take, trying to take trying the to take, piss out of a, an international superstar. Trying to take poor George Smith for a ride. Yeah, yeah. no one takes George for a ride. No, and metaphorically speaking, obviously literally he was giving him a ride, but... Metaphorically, he's taken for a ride. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so George has kind of gone. Well, I'm not paying that, sir. How dare you try and rip me off so blatantly? No one fleeces George. No one fleeces George. You know, I play for like the Suntory Sun Goliaths, mate. <laughs> Do you not know that I'm over here just, uh, you know, doing a little rugby sojourn? So El Cabby mm. tries to fleece George. Now George is an athlete. We know this. So uh, he- he's an animal. So what does he do? Like any good rugby, like any good leaguey, because mm. I think the rugby union player, the, the, the problem that they're having here is they've got to think like leagueies. Yes. If you want to promote your game, think like a league. Do as the leagueies do. Do as the leagueies do. Yes. So he runs. He does a runner on this cabbie. <laughs> of course he does. Through a, through a packed Japanese, uh, you know, uh, Intersection, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm thinking they, downtown Tokyo. Here. Yeah, I've got I've got downtown Tokyo in mind. That's what I'm. You thinking. know those super crowded uh, crossings, crossings, uh, yes, intersections. That's correct. Shibuya, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called. But I have been to Japan, and they get busy in those intersections. Mm. Great place to run away, though. Yeah. So George has legged it. Obviously, George has underestimated the tenacity of this cab driver. Really? Cabby's cabby's made chase. The cabby's gone after him. So he's decided to go after the great George Smith. Chasing down George, which, look, indicates to me maybe he did owe the money. (laughs) Well, all all signs point to, yes, he probably was was owed. If you're that committed to chasing down uh, a national international sports star in George Smith. I would say it would have been some sort of fair. Yes. Maybe a couple of hours. Yes. Definitely not five, ten minutes. No, the fare was apparently around a hundred and twenty Oz dollars. Okay, so that's that's a that's a distance. Well, that's a that's a that's, that's a legit fare. That will inspire a chase. <laughs> that certainly will inspire a chase. So he's chased him down. Unfortunately, George, by all reports, was absolutely shit faced. Hence, why he's catching a cab. Which is, again, something to be commended for. At least he wasn't driving, ladies and gentlemen, punters and dribblers. Can we at least commend him on that? Yeah, I'm prepared to. I'm prepared to. Um, so George punches a cabbie in the face. Is that right? Now, when we talk about think like a league, Yeti, that is, to the note, perfection, mm. thinking like a league. Well, I mean, if he was, was going to embrace his, his inner league, and and literally do as the leagues do. He wouldn't have bothered running. He would have just flogged the bloke when he hopped out. Well, it's that time of the show, Tom. It is that time of the show. Where you and I like to hand out some frosty frosty beers. Frosty beers. Well, one's one's, one's frost, warm. One's, one's a, warm. Yeah, one's one's, a, one's super super cold and chill and a, delicious. One is a very very warm uh, bottle of stale cat piss. Yeah. The other angel piss. Yes, that's right. Now the Victoria. Yes, the VB is going to a great Australian, a tremendous role model for the Indigenous community, and, and the community at large, and the community at large, absolutely right, and the second greatest rugby league player of all time, MIO, uh, MIO, in my opinion. Oh, IMO, IMO, M-I-O. shot, M-I-O. shit. 
Okay, all over the place. Dribbling. Yeah, yeah. But you, um, you're talking about. I'm uh, talking about Jonathan Thurston has been nominated as Queensland's Australian of the Year. Now, yes, that is a, a very perplexing title. Title. Wouldn't you just think he'd be Queenslander of the Year? Well, no. It turns out that he is Queensland's Australian of the Year. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but no. I think they do things a little differently north of the border, Thomas. I've heard that. I've heard that. But uh, JT got the gong this year. He's going. He's nominated for the Australian of the Year awards to be handed out on Australia Day this year. See, now that makes sense. He'll be getting my vote and the show's vote. Absolutely. Tom. We're putting our hat in the ring behind JT uh, for Australian of the Year. He's absolutely getting uh, our our nominee uh, votes, rather. Yes. We get a couple. We do get a couple. We get a couple every year, and this year they'll be going towards the great Jonathan Thurston. Tremendous footballer, tremendous man, tremendous Australian. Hey, great Australian, great footballer, second greatest footballer. Yes. But a great man, nonetheless. Great Australian, great Indigenous man, great rugby league player, great for the game. Just a tremendous Australian. Just a tremendous Australian. And so, obviously, it would be remiss of us not to shower that great man in Victoria Bitter. Yes. So, JT, enjoy a frosty beer on us, good sir. Congratulations And congratulations on just another, just another bow. Just another, exactly, another string to the bow. Just another string to the bow, mate. Just another badge in the cap. Very proud of you, Jonathan. Now, as is, uh, you know, the the nature of life, Eddie, it's balance. It's yin and yang, it's VBs, it's cat piss, it's lights. Yeah. (laughs) Warm, lukewarm, cascade lights. Cascade lights. So this week's Cascade Light goes to an Adelaide Cricket Club. Um, the Adelaide Cricket Club, uh, the uh, South Road Cricket Club in Adelaide. Never heard of it. No. Well, you, you and, and for good reason. This would be the first time they've made news, I would assume. And unfortunately, not for anything good. They were bowled all out. Uh, I think they were chasing like 300. <laughs> legit. Mm. And they were bowled out for two. <laughs> So there was what? There was nine ducks. How in goods look? There were nine ducks and two singles. No, one, one single. single and oh, wide. and wide. <laughs> the oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, the total is believed to be a record low in the one hundred and nineteen year old cricketing association of uh, South Australia. Jesus Christ. Uh, that is a shellacking the likes of which I have never heard of in my life. Their previous scores this season as a team, 84, 48, 64, 94, 15. So they have dabbled in the uh, territory of no runs. 15, 104, 48, 30, 26. So only over 100 once. Yes. Has, uh, has anyone considered the possibility that this team, this collection of gentlemen, are, are possibly playing in the wrong grade? They are in the lowest grade. <laughs> they are in the D division, I believe. Uh, the side included about three players with experience, uh, several in their first season, and a teenage girl. Okay. So times are tough in South Road. <laughs> times are very tough in South Road. So for that, for that travesty, crimes against cricket... Yeah. Absolutely. We are giving you a, a very warm bottle of Cascade Light. <laughs> and you'll be forced to drink it, and you will drink it, and you will reflect... On crimes against cricket. ...on your misgivings and your shortcomings, and you will rectify them. Immediately, please. Or you or you will be drenched in cat piss once more. Yes. 
I, I think that's it, though, mate. For me, uh, been been a tremendous. Tremendous hour with you, Tom. It's been fun. Uh, I hope you're enjoying Thailand. I'm in loving Thailand, having the time of uh, my young life. You are good. I hope yeah. so. Sending, sending hugs and kisses, of course. Maybe maybe you can send back a little photo. We can put it on the socials. Yeah, happy to do that. Hello I'll Sport go take Podcast one at Instagram. Yeah, you go take one now. Yeah, yeah I'll go take one now. I'll put it up for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That'd be nice. Uh, otherwise, don't get food poisoning. Look after yourself and your friends. Yes, thank you. Put a helmet on when riding on scooters. And don't do any drugs whilst in Thailand. Yes. I'm not giving you a blanket opinion for your life. I'm not saying live your life like that. I'm not saying don't ever do them. I'm yeah, just but just don't, just don't do it in a country where you'll be shot. Yeah, we don't need that. Okay, we don't C- need It'll that. fuck the podcast. Could you two just not talk anymore? Why is there a war on drugs? What would happen if we made all drugs legal? Can You Tell Me Why is a podcast series by the University of Wollongong that finds surprising answers to difficult questions. We tap into the bright minds of UOW experts and take a hard look at the big issues around drugs, crime, robots, immortality and much more. All eight episodes of Series 1 are available now. Can You Tell Me Why? A podcast by the University of Wollongong. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.